I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 246. I'm your host, Brett Bueller. Today we have on Goddamn Wolves out of North Carolina. They're an indie rock band to uh, draw some of their influences from bands like The Replacements and The Pixies and other 90s bands from back in the day. Uh, in this conversation, I spoke with Laura and Chris. Uh, so far, the band has released three uh, EPs and uh, actually featured two brand new songs on this episode, both of which were released January 5th. Uh, one is called Older and Slower, and the other one is called Everything is Free. If you like either of them, you can certainly find them wherever you stream music. They shouldn't be too hard to find. But uh, yeah, uh, in the conversation, Chris and Laura and I had a pretty fun one. Uh, we talked about the origins of the band, uh, their style of songwriting, the rally music scene, and uh, Laura's brush encounter with Courtney Love back in the day, which was a pretty cool story. But uh, yeah, uh, last thing that I should mention is that uh, it turns out that uh, after the interview took place, we decided we should play a show together, so we will be doing that in May, May the 4th, the other rally at the Night Rider. So uh, there'll be more info on that, but anyway... Regardless of where you're tuning in from, I hope that you're doing well in 2024, booking shows, getting out there, having fun, kicking ass, all that stuff, staying safe, staying sane, and whatever you need to do, but uh, I do appreciate you tuning in and listening, and uh, hopefully you enjoy the interview. Uh, I think this was a particularly fun one. Uh, If you want to help the show out, you can definitely drop a rating or a subscription or follow us on any of the socials. That's always cool, but uh, yeah. Um, last few things that I normally mention is there's a sponsor of the show, and it's Truly Strings on Instagram, guitar shop where I take all my guitars. Uh, there's also part-time Rockstar merch. Uh, if you need a shirt or something like that, it's on Shopify in the episode notes. Uh, the video team is going too. If you need a music video in and around the DMV, you can hook that up. And then, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. So we'll get to the conversation with Goddamn Wolves. Later. many episodes i figure if you know what you're doing i mean theoretically but <laughs> i don't know each one's a little bit of a rodeo adventure so well, um finger man oh i pulled a uh tony iomi and i like uh <laughs> at, the, at the steel mill or what at the what the steel wasn't he working at steel mill where he yeah a butcher shop or some shit i don't know <laughs> 
Ozzy used to actually uh, push people into the blood vats, and oh. as as a as a joke, and he thought it was really funny. <laughs> so, I think that's what made Iomi finally quit. Actually, was Ozzy did that to him, and he was like, "All right, fuck this, enough of that." Oh, <laughs> it wasn't even the finger choppings; it was Ozzy making him With bathe Ozzy. in blood. So, anyway, that's a, that's a good place to start. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Definitely a good place. But yeah, uh, my name is Brett. This is the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, and you are Laura and... Um, Chris. Chris. Nice. And you guys are calling from Raleigh? Yeah. That's what's up. At the end of this episode, I have a question for you regarding a show, but we'll get to that. Okay. I'm uh, snooping around Raleigh a little bit. Our band's coming to town soon. Um, oh, cool. For the first You're time. You're from Baltimore, is that right? Yeah. And what's your band called? Uh, I call it The Hollow Truths. After oh, nice. after a lyric that I liked from my uh, favorite band around here. Oh, cool! What band? Oh, a band from Philly called uh, Mischief Brew. Okay. No one's ever heard of them, so you have to worry about it. We but... don't have to feel bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, Philly's got a lot of great bands. Hell yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's also kind of funny too. Speaking of band names, because I was also communicating with another band called Raised by Sheep, and I was getting oh. c- confused, senseless. <laughs> on the emails, just because at first I thought you were like a brother and sister band or something. And I was like, yeah. why am I talking Which, to sheep and goddamn wolves? We've like, been seeing a lot of livestock bands around. Yeah, really. it's a thing. Or it's a thing. Rain, well, I guess wolves aren't livestock. But we were ahead of the curve. We got to jump on it. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple wolves bands out there right now, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's funny. But you guys have been getting it cracking since like 2018, it looks like. Yeah, and then we got derailed by COVID for a while there, so that yeah. was kind of a bummer. But but I noticed a lot of bands, even locally, seemed to fall apart during that time, but we kept it going. We kept our remote demos going. We all sent each other garage band files and kept the momentum going, so. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think a lot of people found it to be a pretty creative time, and um. I know I personally did, but then also a lot of people started picking up music again, which was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it feels good to to be out, like playing out again now, for sure. Yeah. And also a little annoying if you're like me and a lot of your acoustic gigs started drying up because everybody and their mother decided they wanted to play guitar again. And then I was uh, like, please. I was like, yeah, I didn't think so. Sorry about that. Like, <laughs> like, nah, you guys weren't in that ballpark. I'm in like a, a few different worlds. And one of them is the acoustic guy at the brewery world, um, which is definitely, I think, a separate, uh, you know, pursuit than uh, oh. playing original music for sure. So, yeah. is that like a scene up there? I don't, I don't really see a lot of that down here. Yeah, I don't either. You guys see it's the guys at like the farmers market once in a while. That's you gotcha. Well, I've been to where's Wake Forest? Um, it's near. It's near here. Yeah. Yeah, it was like down... 40 minutes, 30, 40 yeah, minutes. I mean, it's next, it's, it's next to Raleigh. So. Yeah. It's in the triangle, right? Like, yeah. 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 Raleigh's big, though, so mm. it can be... Yeah, it would be like a 40-minute drive yeah. from right. here. For sure. Yeah, I mean, there was a thousand breweries just like every other hipster city there. Yeah. So, I, I mean, <laughs> we were actually probably trying to, to play there. Uh, maybe both, I don't know, but ended up somewhere in raleigh i think so 
we do need a um an opener a local opener a local yokel so maybe you guys will fit the bill i'll send yep. you the details yeah, maybe. But, we definitely know people yeah we could help yeah um, yeah like maybe you could do the tap room or yeah yeah I'm, well that's durham but i liked that gig yeah there's a yeah. guy down there to um jd candy j candy oh yeah he's really, really good he's and he's like um he's a solo nice. performer um so right. yeah which we'll give you his Let's talk yeah yeah we'll talk about it a little bit but first things first um gotta talk about uh your music you know what you guys are doing um I guess off the bat, I didn't realize um, that you had re- sent me unreleased tracks, so that's cool. Um, yeah, I was a little confused when I went to Spotify and didn't see them. Oh, the sorry. Yeah, I think or, I sent you the Google Drive links, yeah. right? I figured it out in all my wisdom eventually. <laughs> but I uh, I do like and appreciate when people send me lyrics because it gives me a little bit more insight into the band. I feel like um can't always tell what people are saying. And on that note, now I need to know who went to French Immersion School. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I did not go to French Immersion School, but um, I've just, I don't know, for a long time I've been wanting to put something in a song about, like, um, the Irish goodbye, the yeah. English leave, the French goodbye, you know, this yeah. whole leaving without saying goodbye. And, um, yeah, I just kind of Googled it and uh, figured out what the French was. And we figured it out. Yeah, I'd never heard that before. Yeah. So it's yeah, that's cool though. I mean, one of my favorite yeah, French. I rape. love the way it sounds. It's yeah. great. It's a great phrase. I love. Uh, I remember in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, there was always that thing where, when Larry's in-laws would be stay with them, and he would just get up and go to bed, and they'd be like, "What? You don't say good night?" And I was <laughs> like, "Yeah, exactly. I, I don't do that either. Like, I don't. Why do I need to say good night? I'm just sure go to bed. Yeah." <laughs> Anyway, so same idea. <laughs> yeah, I like the phrase rise on Dietre, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah, very so, good. Um, so that's cool. And we could dive into the lyrics a little bit, probably, or the songs. But, you know, um, are you guys husband and wife? No, just besties. Friends. <laughs> it's not a bad thing or a good thing. I just, you wouldn't be the first husband and wife band I've had on. So I figured I'd ask. No, I think in this case it's a good thing. <laughs> right. That's cool. Got your own thing going. I respect it. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you guys maybe have probably been friends then, probably prior to the start of playing music. I would imagine. No. Or were uh, you like meeting on Craigslist? No. Uh, actually, I moved to Raleigh about nine years ago, and um, my wife. Another reason that we're not married. Yes. Oh, <laughs> makes sense. That's <laughs> a double, double. Would have been a difficult marriage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um, she had a friend out here, and uh, he is a musician. And so when we first moved out here, we had a nice dinner with him just to, you know, talk and get to know some people in the area. And he was like, hey, you know, let's jam sometime. And when we did jam, it was at Chris's house. And uh, yeah, it was right near you. And, and um, yeah, so then we did uh, one band for a while. And then we stopped that band and we started this goddamn wolves. So, yeah, is, so we actually met through music. Is the band name from like a movie? Is it like a reference that I don't know? Or... Well, actually, uh, my all-time favorite band is Throwing Muses. And okay. while we were trying to come up with a name, you know, especially now with the internet, it's like every name is taken. You know, Pretty you much, just see. Yeah. yeah, you try to go through like 
almost hundreds of names and either one of the three of us doesn't like it or it's already taken. And then I was just listening to Thry Muses and they have a song called Mania and in that shit has that phrase, goddamn wolves. So I just nice. threw that on the list, not even really thinking seriously about it. And both Drew and Chris were like, yeah, that's the one. And I was like, wait a minute, is it though? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, okay, it is. <laughs> that's cool. Lifting band names from lyrics. I like it. Yeah, yeah. And then actually, it's kind of funny. So, um, actually, I got to know Kristen Hirsch from Throwing Muses sometime after that. And I was telling her, hey, you know, our band name is from one of your lyrics. And she's like, well, you know, actually, originally that was fucking wolves. But we were playing on a peel session and they told us, no, no, no fucking wolves. So they changed it to goddamn wolves. And then they were like, well, that's actually better. So I guess it could have been fucking wolves. No, I don't think yeah. you would have said no to that one. But <laughs> yeah, that's cool. It's a good story. <laughs> but um, yeah, so got some music out there on the Spotify. Looks like you've been pretty consistent about it. I would say releasing some singles or really almost two songs at a time, or two or three. So yep. we're doing EPs, and then we kind of realize that in the way that music works online now, it kind of seems like more than even one song just gets lost. You know, like people listen to the first one and then that's enough already. (laughs) So we're like, well, maybe we'll just stick to singles, right? Where people's attention span can grab the whole thing. And I feel like it's kind of, um, you get a good performance, you go in, like we're going to knock out three songs or whatever. You're really, really focused. It's not like we got to finish these six songs today because we we generally go in and get out, you know, one or two days. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's easier to stay focused on each song when we just zero in on the the latest release. And and to your you know podcast point of part time rock star, we all have you know other things, other commitments, and uh, jobs and whatnot. So we generally are just hitting the studio for a couple days and then out. So yeah. works out really well. Yeah. Did someone classify your music as Marg Rock? Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, I know what that was. Oh, no, that, that was a podcast that we appeared on, and okay. it was dealing with music that was um, any kind of queer music, I think. Okay. So I think it's large. So I think it's oh. like marginalized. Like uh, since I'm gay, I think we qualified to be on it. I think gotcha. it's anything with like queer musicians. Okay. I don't know if they still have that podcast, but it was. It was yeah, that was fun. That was, that was going to be my other guess, but being, you know, a mildly functioning alcoholic, I just assumed Margarita, and I was like, you guys don't sound like Jimmy, well, Jimmy, that, Jimmy Buffett uh, to yeah. me. That also fits. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, you don't have parrots on your heads, but, I mean, whatever. Um, no, no parrots. Uh, rest, no. rest in peace, oh. Jimmy. But, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, you're kind of uh, similar to me, I feel like, in um, sensibility when it comes to music. Or... I would agree. Yeah, I listen to to some of your stuff. Yeah, Very I, I guess 90s, in a, obviously. A similar, similar genre. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's it. I mean, we, that's what we grew up on. Where, yeah, it's like what we were influenced by. It's like stuff in the 90s, for sure. That's yeah. when we were, that's when we were, both of us were really focused on playing music um obsessed yeah like we yeah. were in bands and like pursuing a career you know that didn't work out <laughs> well you worked as a, a professional musician for many years 
Yeah. Most of us never get that, but you know, you got to give yourself credit. Touring or sessioning or both? Um, I was in this off-Broadway show that had some success and mm. we recorded an album. Um, so, yeah, so I did, yeah, I had some success. <laughs> I think that's cool. I would have loved to have done that. Yeah, but, I mean, for the record, you know, uh, Laura... Um, was almost a bass player in Hole, and um, I just oh, nice. family. So. Yeah, but you know, I mean, these are like failure almost. stories. <laughs> almost, uh, no, but still, that's really. I mean, they're almost. No, I famous. was out there in L.A. We're pushing it, working it. Got close, never made it. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're almost famous stories, which <laughs> are pretty good. I've, I've heard a few of them. They're not bad. Did you ever <laughs> get to meet Courtney Love? I did. No. Yeah, I. Um... Oh, oh, I'm ahead. sorry. Go ahead. I was just gonna say timeline. What year? Oh, um, so let's see. It's right around. It's before live through this. So it's, gosh, what year would that be? Ninety three, ninety two. So Kurt was still alive when you met her. Yeah, yeah, uh. yeah. And so you know, the whole thing was kind of odd because of them. I didn't know the time. Like I was never really into yeah. drugs or things, so I didn't recognize that in other people. But yeah, it was always strange. And, and actually, the whole process went on for over a year before I finally didn't get it, which oh, was yeah. really weird, too. But, you know, I mean, it, you know, it, it was kind of cool. I tried out twice, and um, she would call me at my job just to chat. That's and, fun. Yeah, that was kind of interesting. You know, you pick up the phone, Crown Books, Laura, <laughs> it's Courtney. It's like, oh, okay. Always you know? in another crisis, maybe. <laughs> nah, I just like to chat, you know, oh, but yeah. but the second time I tried out, it was supposed to be, so yeah, I got the call, Laura, we accidentally fired our drummer, so Uh-oh. for your next, your next audition, uh, Kurt's going to play drums, and I'm like, okay, you know, cool, so I show up to Eric's place for the audition, and uh, Kurt and Courtney never showed, so yeah. that didn't happen, but yeah, yeah. could have been cool. That Did been. you know would like Nirvana happening at that time? Yeah. Like, okay, so they had already. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that would have yeah. been, that would have been wild. Yeah. Sure. It would have been something. But I just, you know, I mean, Courtney, she gets like such a bad, I mean, I, I, I see the, the problems. I mean, she's problematic, but there's so much brilliance there, too. I mean, she's yeah. so good on guitar and such a good lyricist and such a good singer that it is like, I talk about it like, well, I didn't get it, but. But it is amazing that I got to play with her. I, I'll always kind of love that. Great phone conversations. And great yeah. phone conversations. <laughs> I mean, that alone is is, is cool. Um, yeah, very seems, cool. Seems like a cool person. Uh, yeah. I will say, though, that uh, suspiciously, that uh, old Cobain suicide note had two handwritings on it. So someone finished it. And the, the question is whether it was Dave or, or Courtney. But or or Laura, oh or, yeah, or you, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that would be the story for this podcast right here. We're we're gonna finally break maybe, it. Maybe after we would talk after. Yeah, what's the statute limitation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been twenty years uh, as of this year. So I mean, correction, thirty years. Math is hard. At, yeah, probably. And we can. may have breaking news on your uh, on your Hell yeah. podcast. Our show is gonna get canceled finally. <laughs> We're, we're finally gonna hit the big time. You know. <laughs> oh man. It's awesome. 
But the other one, um, a lot of people don't really remember Belly now, but at the time it was huge for me because uh, Tanya from that had been in Throwing Muses, my all-time favorite band, as we already learned. Yeah. But the cool thing was when I flew out to Rhode Island to try out for that, I got to hang out with the breeder for the night. And so I had like wild Kim Deal encounters, and that was pretty cool too. She's another one of my big heroes. So Yeah. But she's an odd one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But anyways, yep, those were the tales from the vault right tales there. Tales from the 90s. <laughs> yes. Right on. Yeah, I was still a, a wee lad, a spring chicken, but... Yeah, up. I was listening to one of your... I listened to both of your episodes with the North Carolina guys, and what, you said you're around 30? 33. 33? Yeah, you're just Born a young... Born in 90. <laughs> Woo! Yep. Wow. So I, <laughs> I didn't get to... Well, I think the same thing about kids I play hockey against who were born in, you know, 2010. So, right. Yeah. Or 2005 or whatever. It's like, yeah, right. what? this is weird. But, um, <laughs> so how did you get into the 90s bands since you were a little late on that? I mean, it's osmosis, you know, everybody's listening to it who's older. And I guess ultimately the 90s really just bled into the, the aughts. Yeah, that's for and, sure. Like, you know, is Blink-182 a 90s band or are they a 2000s band? Like, I don't know. Like, it's basically the same thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, my dad listened to it and, yeah, it's just one of those cool decades, you know, for sure. It has yeah. its own, own flavor. Yeah. I mean, I think it's the best, but then I never know if it's just because that was, like, my time. You know, you always think your own Pro- musical age is the best right but i don't know it was pretty damn good yeah Yeah. if i could be transported to one decade i'd probably go 60s but um if i couldn't do that then yeah i don't know yeah take the 90s yeah fair enough yeah i go with you same here 60s first 90s sweet well Well, do the 60s since you already did the 90s (laughs) yeah but i I don't remember i there's a lot of the 90s i don't remember yeah Yeah. (laughs) might need to repeat it yeah or handle it a little bit better. <laughs> Make different choices, Chris. Make better life choices. <laughs> I mean, I think no matter what decade your twenties are, you're gonna be fucked up. That's just... Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the next one. So you could go to the sixties in your thirties and remember them, maybe. Okay, there you go. But if you right. went, if you went to the sixties in your heyday, you're just gonna be as but... you know, tripped out as everybody else. Yeah. So or not. I don't know. Who knows? It's an alternate, di- <laughs> alternate dimension that we could explore, <laughs> but we still got to explore your songs here at a certain point. Oh, sorry. Um, We'll get to it. Let's like we're up. Yeah. What's up with that? No. Eh, we're about 20 minutes in now, so that's about, we're about ripe, yep. I think. Um, yeah. So, you know, I'm imagining you. Do you have one lyricist? Is it you, Laura, or is everybody writes? Or no? So Chris is really the songwriter. But what'll happen is sometimes he'll bring in a song that's not finished, and uh-huh. if I really like it, like mostly when I'm driving in my car, it'll just kind of I just run it in my head, and then you know I'll start to get ideas, and then I'll bring them in like vocal melodies and lyrics. So that's happened, been happening well, more. I was gonna say on the two, the two newest ones, it's half and half. So. Yeah. But the songs would completely start as his creation, and then I just, you know, added to them. But I think we kind of noticed that maybe 
that was something that made our band special was both of us singing. There's not a lot of bands, at least in this area, that have male-female vocals like that. And people seem to be noticing it and like comparing us to Pixies and X and like those yeah. are bands I really love. And then uh, Versus, I don't know if you know them. That's a more obscure 90s band. But um, yeah, so I think we just started thinking, well, maybe we'll just really start working this. It's sounding good and people seem to like it. Yeah. And I feel like the dynamic is is shifting, you know, the way it does after playing for a while. And, you know, um, it becomes more organic, like the input. Um, it's been pretty organic from the start, but now I feel like the three of us are um, on equal equal footing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, got to give a shout out to the third member of yours. So. True. Yeah. He's an incredible drummer. Yeah. And he it does a great falsetto backing vocals. Great falsetto, great drummer. He does other great backing vocals too, but he's kind of known for his falsetto. Yeah, he's, pretty... he's legendary. Yeah. <laughs> nice and a great presence. You know, I mean, the, yeah, the, you know, so much of you know band is just chemistry and personalities, um, the way they they mix, and he's been such a key part in making it fun for everybody. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's good to hear things are going well, because I was going to say, you know, if not, then he's not here. So now's your time to talk shit. Can't defend himself. <laughs> well, you know what? That's a good point. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> so. Maybe I should say something. Maybe. Yeah. Get some but, stuff off my chest. Yeah. Nothing's good. Nothing's better for band camaraderie than airing out your issues publicly. <laughs> if we haven't learned learned enough so from I was to the podcast, and yeah, I, I noticed. If we haven't learned anything from behind the music and VH1 back in the day, yeah. it's that. Dude, that show should come back. I would, I would watch. That. Yeah, that was pretty good. Because you know, crazy stuff is going on. Right oh yeah. Oh yeah. The TLC episode is legendary. Did you watch that one? Um, probably. I watched oh, a lot of. Come on, the the sneaker fire. I remember the, the sneaker. The bathtub that burned the house down. That was amazing. <laughs> nice. The poison one is good. Yeah, well, that would be. Yeah. yeah. A second. Sorry. We're oh, yeah. getting excited. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> My favorite is probably the Guns N' Roses one. That was. Oh. And, yeah. And of course, there are books too, like Slash's book. The only book that's made me laugh har harder than Slashes was Ozzy's. Oh, I didn't realize there was. No, I didn't know that either, but that would be amazing. I've read the, um, Oh, good. The Dirt, the book. Yeah, dirt, not, similar. Not Netflix thing. The book is great. Oh, yeah. I was so upset that they didn't include the Sex Olympics in the movie. Oh, that, the movie that, sucked. It, like, it just it misses everything that was great about the book. I know. Yeah, there's some things you'd put in a book. That you wouldn't put. In well, yeah, it felt like the dirt. Like, he snuck out. He snuck in a lot of stuff that, like, they weren't expecting. But oh yeah. Right. Yeah. But you know, rock and roll, the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Not a decade I would go back to. Yeah, that was uh, that was a doozy. I wasn't alive for that one though, so I, I can't recall. But, uh, but no. Anyway. Other things we still haven't talked about your music. <laughs> Got some sound bites going though, so that's good. Um, yeah. So who had uh, 
who had a little bit, I don't know what the polite way to say this is. Um, not that I'm being exceptionally polite right now, but who had a kind of a difficult relationship that they wanted to write about. It felt. Um, I don't No, I don't think, um... I mean, do you write personally or do you just come up with stuff that sounds cool? Because I, a lot of stuff that I put in two songs, it, it's more reacting to what you had already put down. It was not yeah, yeah. A lot of times, I when I'm when I'm writing, the stuff I come up with just to like keep the the melody and keep place is is darker than like my general outlook or <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But um, the thing is, I don't I don't really want to listen to other people sing about being happy. Yeah. <laughs> so so I go towards like more. Um, unsatisfied and you know bitter mm -hmm. stuff or whatever um but it's i don't have any like you know i've i mean i've had breakups and stuff but um but um i mean i'm not, I'm not particularly you're in a good place now no, but i made it i made it to the other side <laughs> yeah so the, yeah there's not a lot of personal stuff and in, in, okay. um, so i shouldn't stuff shouldn't read too far into it no because uh, I get silence, you get denials. We've got the same disease. Kind of sounds like deadbed to me. Oh, it sounds like what? Deadbed. Dead oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think that's like a you know, like that's a yeah. I mean, it's it's almost generic, you know. Like I mean, it's like kind of or not generic. It's kind of universal, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even even in good relationships, you'll have like, you know, peer, you know periods where it's tough right so but that was yeah that, that definitely wasn't about a specific thing and it, actually i think that that was just me um manipulating some lyrics that laura had come up yeah. with earlier i brought okay. in some stuff and he he's really a fan of having a narrative run through the whole song and yeah. probably because i'm not as experienced of a songwriter uh, I haven't done it nearly as much as he has. That's not as important to me. I just throw lines out there. And if I think they sound cool, I'm fine with it. And then he'll kind of look at it and be like, but what if we made all this fit together better? You know, yeah. and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, those are actually, he um, kind of fixed part of what I had added. Yeah, I just took it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I feel like yeah. if I try to write about something specific, I don't like it. I don't know if you mm. want that. Like, I mean. I know, right? It's hard. It's like, it seems too contrived or. Like I'll stumble up upon stuff. And I'm like, oh, that word, you know, that's making sense to me or whatever. But um, yeah. I very, I, there's not a lot of times where I start off saying, I'm going to write a song about this mm. one thing. Because they actually, you know, it starts with the, with the music for me. Like, I find yeah. stuff, and I'm just like, blah blah blah, blah. you know, just making <laughs> making words on top of it to fit the, the the music. Um, yeah. More melodic approach. Yeah, yeah. Although yeah. I'd like to, tr I mean, I've been reading about you know songwriters who they come up with you know, phrases and stuff, and then they put the music around. Like, people I, I, I really like, and I, you know, I've been wanting to try to do that more, but uh, as of as of now, I, I have not achieved that. 
Well, I certainly cannot relate at all. I'm <laughs> by far a, a layman's songwriter, but yeah, I, I have to write specifically. I'm like, I tell my friends, I'm like, I'm going to write a song about you. And then I do. Oh, oh dude, that's how you do it. Yeah. Like, I don't, I need a subject prompt. Like, I can't just sing about the wind or something. Like, I have and to. And would you already have the music or would you write the words and then put music to it? Yeah, more words first. And oh, then wow. I try to come up with like a riff or something that feels like the vibe of the person that I'm writing about or the situation. So Dispensary Kid is a real person. Oh, hell yeah, he is. <laughs> I, was, I was hanging out with him today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's, he loves the song. Is he you? Yeah, come on now. <laughs> well, like every good artist knows that uh, effectively everything you write is always about you. Yeah, it's true. So, um, but, you know, we can have fun with it and have different lenses. So it's, impos- yeah. it's impossible to be objective. It's always subjective. You can. Is what it is. But I have fun with it. Um, and I, I was, for anyone listening, uh, referencing a song called Everything is Real. Or Everything Real is Free. Which yeah. I won't release this prior to them coming out. So they'll be out by, by the time that Yep, happens. January 5th. Yeah, so this might come out on like the seventh or the eighth or I don't know exactly, but sure. it'll be yeah, after. Whenever. It does, yeah, whenever. It's yeah, it's not a huge concern. You All know, right. I would set that release date, but I think um, some website's going to premiere it a couple days ahead of time. Actually, I guess you probably shouldn't put it out before that. They're pre- premiering it on the third but, on their website. But why would it matter? Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess premiere means first, right? But he, are you playing? Oh, are you you're going to put the song in? I usually put the songs in the episode, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, thanks for I thanks know. for doing your homework, sir. <laughs> that's what that's Laura's job. So not a I, appreci- I appreciate your support here, but um, no, I heard uh, I've heard other people's songs on your podcast. I didn't realize. I should not talk. Yeah, uh, I coordinate all this stuff. He doesn't nah, know. It's, it's cool, man. I'm impressed if anyone actually does listen to it before. Uh, before they come on so um thank you for that yeah but, uh, of course the other song that you are releasing uh, is called older and slower which yep. i think is about to address the last 30 minutes of what yeah. we we're talking about yeah <laughs> so yeah that one i mean might be a little bit personal right i mean as you get older you do you know have those concerns about aging and you know. Yeah, actually, I would say so far in in the stuff we've released, there is a uh, there is a bit of a focus on uh, aging and dying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's real, you know. So, yeah, there's and I think actually, I think he worries about that kind of stuff more than I do, at least in terms of being in a band or attending shows. Like, I honestly don't really, I don't think about that at all. And so for that song was had this song talking about getting older and then for the chorus i kind of tried to answer that by saying but you know what if you don't it doesn't have to be that way you know you can just do whatever you want to do and don't worry about it so yeah i think this one maybe is a bit personal actually yeah no, no. now that we've actually talked about it now that we've talked it's easier to say that as the about the song after yeah <laughs> It's easier to say that, though, as the married one of the group, right? <laughs> yes. 
So. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you don't have to As worry about it. I have been married. So. Okay. Yeah, it's not like he can't, you know, do a relationship. Well, that's true. But the well, fear of dying alone. For a little while. <laughs> the fear of dying alone is real. So. Oh, yeah. That's, well, actually, I, that, I don't know. The alone part doesn't, it doesn't. bother me much. Well, which part? <laughs> I can live alone. I'm fine. You just yeah, can't but... can't take shots like a soldier anymore. I can't take shots. <laughs> That's what bugs you. Yeah, that is what bugs me. Yeah. Mm. Right. I know that feeling, and I'm only 30, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah. That's cool. Not to be too morbid or anything, but, I mean, you know, death and dying, I feel like, should be talked about more, whether it's through art or literally, because, sadly, people act like it's never going to happen, and it's like, well, you know, eventually, you know, you might have to deal with some stuff like that, whether it's yourself or people around you. So, yeah, yeah, yep. And right. I mean, it can be a. I mean, it is worth it is worth remembering as you go through life that how fleeting everything is. I mean, yeah, you know, cliche or anything, but you know, it's good. It's a good, um, you know, it's good to appreciate what what you know what you have at the moment. Be present. Exactly. <laughs> Hell yeah. We'll just end it right there. Be present, everybody. <laughs> Be mindful. Be Yo, like... I have like a heart attack right now. Oh my god. Perfect ending. <laughs> 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 Clear. <laughs> you, you wouldn't be the first posthumous episode, but you would be the first one to actually die during the interview. Is that so, true? Yeah. There cur- there's a there's a part time yeah. rock star uh, curse. I hope not, but <laughs> now look what you've gone and done. Yeah. So, can't speak, no. We can't speak this evil into the universe. But, uh, I mean, sadly, a couple people, yeah, are no longer with us who were, did interviews with only a couple years ago because this thing's only been going for like two or three years. But, uh, but it didn't happen here on the... Not during the, the interview. Okay, no, good. I, I didn't good say... Say something so untoward or crack such a <laughs> so crass joke that they just keeled over. But my kid came home from school the other day and told me that he was learning CPR at school, and the coach proceeded to tell them about the three students who have passed away at school that he had to perform CPR on. And one of them, this one didn't pass away; they saved him, but it was during CPR class. That while they're, this is what the guy claims. While they're doing CPR class, one kid says, "Excuse me, sir, this guy doesn't look so good." And the kid is having cardiac arrest during wow. the. I don't know. It seems like bullshit. In but middle school in middle school. <laughs> wow. I don't know. Anyway, make of that what you will. Yeah, I don't know. Probably all those <laughs> vaccines. But there's no probably <laughs> no no better place to have a heart attack than in the CPR class, other than I guess right. the hospital yeah. itself. Oh but, yeah, coach was uh, on the spot, got him got him going, got him back up and running. Yeah, it reminds me of the other day we had to shock somebody's ass, save their life in the locker room because um, I'm actually a medic and a firefighter, so like we were playing in the firefighter. Oh what? Oh hey, all right. Um, we were playing in the firefighter hockey league, and somebody keeled over. Uh, in the oh. in the toilet, so we, um, you know, shocked him, got her oh going my. again. So he's fine. I mean, I think he's fine. I don't know if he's psychologically fine, but physically, wow, he's still cooking. 
That's swear. So you music must be a great release. I mean, that sounds like a very high stress job. You must really need that creative outlet of music. I mean, I've always just tried to have a job that uh, supports my creative habit. Is really the way I look at it. And I what? should also mention that I'm, you know, air quotes, retired from said field um, oh, okay. now. So I'm free of that torment. But it was it was nice helping people, obviously, for yeah. a while. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, I think no matter what you do, the impetus of this podcast is like, you know, you're all of us creatives are kind of supporting our habit through well, usually, sadly, something we're not completely passionate about yes um, but you know at least we have stuff like this and uh keeps us motivated and you have that outlet so you don't have to go you know um take it out on your spouse or <laughs> whatever the guy working at taco yeah. bell or something i don't know yeah i think i mean not to talk out of school but i think laura still takes it out <laughs> on her spouse. well i'm working on it i mean <laughs> you know i'm doing my best yeah. I just can't for the record. A patient woman. <laughs> well, we no. got to have those people in our lives sometimes, you know. Sometimes you're the hammer and sometimes you're the goddamn nail. <laughs> just the way um, of the road. It's the way of the road. Um, yeah. We're full of one-liners today. I'm feeling it. <laughs> um, what songs have you already released? that you felt like maybe, for instance, you just wanted to say something about that you never got the chance to until this moment? Well, I think up until this one, we thought our best song was Seven Days a Week, which we released right... Mm -hmm. That was our last one yeah. that we released. We um, got into a really good relationship recording with this guy, Max Gowan. Um, he's an artist and an engineer, kind of mm -hmm. up and coming here in Raleigh. And... Um, we just really, just, I don't know, it's just been a really good creative relationship. So we felt like that was the best we'd done. And then now I think we feel these two, we did a little better even, you know, and um, that's due to him and also his partner, Travis. They both worked as engineers on it. Yeah. yeah, sometimes you just luck into stuff, you know, like you just meet people and it's like, yeah, this really works for us, for our yeah. situation. And yeah, the last of uh, the... Most recent releases for us, I'm most proud of. Um, um, I was going down seven days a week, uh, probably my favorite songs that we've gotten. Yeah. Those are on Spotify and Apple Music. And all your favorite street I can't platforms and <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> Come to my house, I'll play it for yeah. you. <laughs> uh -huh. The old fashioned way. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. I'll add it to the old uh, part-time rock star playlist we got going. Oh, please do. Get, yeah, that'd be get that great. on there. Um, yeah. Are you guys uh, other than maybe stuff like this? Have you dived into anything uh, promotional? I know you mentioned a radio show that's kind of helping you out. Yeah. Well, we used to have a, a really great relationship with the local college radio station. They had this really great lunchtime show called The Local Beat. We appeared on there a couple times and. They still play us, but they don't do their local show anymore. Uh, I've been sending out, you know, the new stuff for reviews. And uh, where else? I think we're looking into getting a video together. Yeah. The new stuff. And uh, we've been kind of resistant to that. But 
it seems like you need a video, so I think we're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you have to cast people. You do video stuff, right? I think I yeah. noticed. Yeah. I got Very tired of it. I've, I've watched your videos. They look good. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. How do you do do you, how do you do those are you are you making them do you have a friend who's like or do you yeah how do, you want, how do you start making a video you want the long story or the tldr um it's your it's your podcast, your podcast yeah <laughs> um well for a while my drummer was doing them but he was charging really? me too much money so i outsourced him and, um, exactly and um someone i know uh, is also who uh very good with a camera so um, he's been teaching me a lot of stuff, and uh, he's actually like, I don't know, the second part of the productions team, if you will, that we have going. So yeah. usually I do the editing, and he does the filming. Oh, okay. Oh, great. Well, that's so we're cool. kind of a team that way. Um, yeah, yeah. Although we can swap roles and whatever giggity. So it uh, all depends on the situation. But yeah, it's been fun. It's been a side uh, side project, and I'm always. You know, looking for business, trying to shake some trees and see who needs what. And I don't know. Yeah, no, they they look good. Yeah, we were talking to some. There's a band down here called Thirsty Curses, mm-hmm. and the bass player in that band does the videos. Um, for for that band, and um, they they look good. So yeah, start talking yeah. to him about that. Yeah, I always but say most people love it so much that you know we'll just need more videos, and then we can talk to Brett. Because I know that you like the idea of videos. I do. You know, just can't wait to get my face in front of the camera. Yeah. I always say the most important member of any band is the video guy. Because if somebody's not filming it, it didn't happen. It's the old tree falling in the woods problem. (laughs) So, can anybody hear the band if the band breaks up and no one's around? Like, you know. (laughs) Like, especially the... Especially no. th- these days with 18,000 social media apps, you know. Probably. I mean, yeah, that's one thing. There are so many good bands out there, and it's just um, it's just hard for bands to break through, I think. You know? I know. It's like I feel like it's pretty easy to discover good bands, but then I wonder how many I'm missing. Like, if I could find this many, how many am I not seeing? Because, you know, with social media, like if, say, I love the coat hangers. I yeah. go to their Instagram, I see who they follow, you know, and then I start checking that, you know, you just go down these rabbit holes and there's always good stuff. Right. And they've already broken through to that. Level. Yeah, right. You know, and we'll, you, we'll play, oh, yeah. you'll probably run into this, you play with other bands, you're like, oh, this is a great band. I, I you know, I never would have heard of them if I wasn't put ill with yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it, had, it hadn't really occurred to me until now, but. Uh, maybe it's a goal of mine I'll have to work on, but like I feel like most of the bands I find, well, I guess I have this podcast, so obviously, yeah, there's that. But um, outside of that, I I like the Spotify um artist playlist uh feature where it's oh, like, like the radio, yeah, the like artist the, radio, yeah, 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 that's really um, good too. Yeah, it just seems, yeah, it seems like there's just a ton of great bands right now. Yeah, yeah, but er- everybody's kicking ass. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But also, you know, it's easy. I mean, another thing is, it's really easy to get your music. I mean, you can get high quality recordings a lot cheaper than you could, you know, twenty years ago. You can get it 
onto streaming platforms. Like, so there is just this flood of yeah, tal- yeah. They, they, the gatekeepers are less effective than they they used yeah, to be, for sure. But but the flip side of that is that there's just a glut, and you you don't know where to begin. You know. Yeah, I I do believe that we are in a renaissance right now, especially yeah. artistically, and we'll look back on this era and go like, wow we all could release music on like the biggest platforms for virtually nothing. Yes. You know, before the AI overlords take over and shut all that shit down. That's true. Um, yeah. Like we have this period now where we can all be creative for relatively cheap, record our own stuff relatively cheap usually. And, um, you know, start things like podcasts too, to even self promote it and like yeah. crazy stuff that you wouldn't have been able to do ever until now. And then may not be able to, hopefully you'll still be able to, but can't take it for granted either, you know? Um, it's true. true. But you still have to sell your house if you want to press vinyl. <laughs> still, yeah, I mean, that's still not cheap. <laughs> I just really want vinyl. Yeah, well, I, I just how really much, want vinyl. How much is it for like 100 vinyls? Well, I think usually they really want you to do a fairly large number to get it to yeah. a decent. I mean, it's thousands. It's I think the bare minimum would be a couple thousand dollars, which I mean, all right, yeah. that's you know, I don't know. It's a lot. I guess it's not that much, but it's enough. Well, it's a lot if you're not. You're not going to sell any. No one's yeah. going to buy them. It's a lot. <laughs> you never know. I really believe that it comes down to the artwork. Actually, uh, yeah. if you have yeah. a cool artwork on your sleeve, that I think that's what most people want. I know that's what, I like that a lot. I've heard so. a lot of people say, too, that, like, as a band, your first vinyl, you're going to sell, right? Because everybody who knows you, they're going to buy it. Yeah. And for that, forget about it. They did their <laughs> they did their duty in that. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. The same with T-shirts, too. Like, at merch in general, like, you know, if you, if you have good visuals, I think that does happen. Yeah, yeah graphics are key. Graphics are key. Yeah. Um, on that note, did you already guys? Did you guys already kind of shout out your graphic designers, artist friends that you were working with, or did I miss that? That's mostly me. Okay. Cool. Yep. 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 But we're you know we're looking. So, no, yeah. yeah, but we're desperately looking. Laura doesn't look out, but Drew and I. Look. <laughs> where are you? Uh, I mean, you don't have to say obviously if you stole it, but where? <laughs> we're not. Where, we're not, we're not. <laughs> where are you lifting your artwork from, or where's the inspiration? Oh, from? you know, um, I just go on to Canva and I just go in and I look at the free uh, designs and I just take the elements I like from various ones, and then for the photos, I just grab some public domain, you know, photo. Some I like older stuff. Like that's mm. kind of our aesthetic is uh, um, yeah. vintage retro stuff yeah Laura's a huge uh film noir Uh, i was gonna say noir was the vibe i was and uh i think it works with um what we're what we do so yeah because we we, yeah we go a little darker yeah Yeah. and also i think with our you know (laughs) well what is this gonna be (laughs) no i'm just (laughs) with our demographic they we're, we're you know we're we're older we're more like tcm you know viewer you know, or whatever so yeah it suits we you know it's we're not like skateboarders yeah yeah right yeah <laughs> no, no southern california surf rock for you <laughs> right. 
<laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, we're going on about an hour here. It's usually, okay. I try to keep these things to about a long commute length sure. is, is the yeah. way I look at it. Yeah, um, chop it up any way you need. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, do whatever you need to do. But it was really cool talking to you. And I think it's really cool that you do this with unsigned bands and stuff, you know, get the get them out there. Yeah, this is really nice. Yeah. Thank think. Yeah, I like to say I try to champion us no name bands, you know. Yeah, heck you know, yeah. All the all the little help we can get. Yeah. But, uh, so you're coming to Raleigh, you were saying? Oh, yeah. Well, that's right. Yeah, I was going to say um, May the 4th. May oh. The, May the 4th be with you. We, yeah. Um, let me see where we are. Someplace uh, in Rally. I'm sure you've heard of it, but uh, it's called the Night Rider. Yes, yep. I was going to yep. say the Night Rider. But it's a cool. cool, like, aside from the, like, whatever sound issues, like, once if you get that under control, the space is really cool. They got a bunch of clientele cool, great. cool pinball machines. Usually, I yeah. bet Crystal will be working. She's, <laughs> really she's cool. badass. Badass. I'll make sure I give uh, her a shout out. And, then. Uh, we'll be there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely so, go. Uh, yeah, that's cool. You'll have a good time. You'll definitely a good, good time. Yeah. Well, Bring it. Would you like to be a part of the uh, festivities? Or? Oh, um, I, I mean, let me check the date, right but now, yeah, but yeah, yeah, well, sure, May we got nothing. Yeah, um, that'd be super right, fun. Wait, no, May the fourth. Oh, well, that's my Star Wars day. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> can I wear my stormtrooper outfit? Although I'm gonna wear the Princess Leia, uh, dear. Yeah, we could all dress up. Danish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, let it, yeah. If you need someone, let us know, and we we'll, do. We're, we're probably. Oh, you do? So okay. just yeah. 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 Right. Like, we'll yeah. I mean, I do think, though, just uh, haphazardly here, uh, that uh, our sounds do kind of seem to align a little bit. So. Oh, I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if it works out, it works out. And we'll uh, all hang out IRL. But and That's right. That's right, man. Yeah. I guess if I have any more questions, I'll just text you. Sounds good. Sweet. We'll have a great oh, night. Oh, wait, hold on, wait. I got to do what's. Oh, yeah. I want to do like a screen cap so I can do a little Instagram thing. Okay. Like, we had a great touch. Like yeah, de- definitely Command tag me. Command Shift 3. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Yes. Thanks, Sweet. Man. Talk to you soon. All right, cool. See ya. Thank you. Bye bye. So, yeah, if you made it this far, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. The song that you're hearing in the background is called Everything is Free by Goddamn Wolves. Have a great week.